0: Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million dollar businesses and beyond. I had the pleasure recently about a week ago of being a guest for all access. And uh, what I did with them is I chat with several dietitians and students about three reasons that dietitians fail in private practice. Now, that wasn't my initial topic. My initial topic was having a conversation and open Q&A with dietitians and students who wanted to learn about private practice. And after speaking with them, I immediately saw the common question and, and I came up with a on the fly conversation that I wanted to share with you on this podcast because it seemed to resonate with so many of you both who were in attendance for my guest presentation and or the guest Q&A and then I went to social media on Instagram and talked about it and a lot of you chimed in and wanted to be a part of the conversation so I wanted to bring this to an episode on the podcast. So what I see with dietitians who aren't able to make it work in private practice, whether they decide they want to do it part-time or full- time, that's not even part of this question. So I just mean in general, they're able to make money and sustain making money, and that could be a small amount. So it's totally okay if you just want to sell an ebook and make 500 bucks a month. So I'm talking about anybody who wants to, to sell as, as low as having just a couple clients or selling a digital product online all the way to somebody who wants to create a million-dollar business. So that's quite the range. But what I see in dietitians who are consistently making money in some form, right, that's private practice, in some way, whether part or full-time, however you define it, there are three traits and three things that I see the dietitians do to self-sabotage. And I see this time and time again. And I will say that there are, there's one of the aspects on this list of three that I see more common than the other two. So let me explain, tell some stories, and get you to let me know if this episode resonates with you. The first reason that dietitians fail is that they don't ever start. There's so many of you who listen to my content, who engage on social media, who talk about wanting to start, but you don't bite the bullet. So for whatever reason, perfectionism is holding you back. You take too long. You've been thinking about it for 12 years. You have excuses as why now isn't a good time and you don't actually get started. Or, it, I mean, we have to define what getting started means. You might have a social media feed or you might have thought about your messaging or maybe you know, told people you retain clients once or twice, but you're not consistent, right? And so when I mean start, I mean, being consistent. So taking that leap to consistently making an effort on a regular basis to start and run a business of so any form of profitability, right? So it can be a dollar. I don't care. It's just you have to make some profits. So those of you who don't start and aren't able to be consistent in some form are the ones who fail. And so if you're listening and you've you know hit play and then pause, or you've thought about it, but then didn't do it again, or you haven't even started at all. Those are the most common for those of you that won't start at all. That is what we see is the most common reason. And and the reason I created this company, the mission of Dietitian Boss is to create more private practice operators, because statistics show that only 3% of dietitians own a business. And that doesn't mean that they're active, that just means that they have an LLC, right? That they have a registered business. So the the vision of dietitian boss is to give every dietitian who wants to, right? Who has the desire to start and operate a private practice to give him or her the skills that they need, uh, the accountability skills and confidence to be able to get clients and continue to get clients to operate a practice. And in order to do that, I have to have these constant conversations about success, failure, mindset, motivation, accountability. And out of all of those topics, the biggest thing and the biggest feedback we see is not giving you the tactical step by step because there's so much information out there and I give so much away for free. It's not that, it's actually supporting you and keeping you accountable with the mindset and really shifting from that employee to entrepreneurial mindset. And after being in school for so long, right, going through the, for those of you that have done undergrad and if some of you come back and, and you, you met the, um, uh, the criteria to get back in there and, and just graduate um, in a dietetics program. So wherever you are in your path, and I know master's is now mandated. So wherever you fit in the education spectrum for dietetics, uh, a lot of education is required. And I know the curriculum hasn't been updated in nearly a hundred years. And although there are some efforts made to talk about entrepreneur tendencies and to have a discussion about social media, it's still very new and foreign. And because of that, we're not trained or taught in school that private practice is a viable option. And it doesn't help us increase the statistics of dietitians being seen and heard on a larger scale. And if consumers want to see us as an expert, then we need to take the responsibility of being Present on social. And that doesn't have anything to do with how much money we make. It just means that we're available, we're a resource, we're helping them, we're showing that we're representing and really helping solve for the numerous health outcomes that consumers want to achieve. And when they're looking for help, we want to pop up and we want to be the number one solution for them. And the best way to do that is to be visible and consistent on social. And you can only do that if you start and, and dedicate yourself to consistency. The second biggest reason that I see dietitians fail is perfectionism. And I see this at all levels. And this ties in a lot with the not starting. So the perfectionism is when you say your post isn't good enough, so you're not going to post it, or you delay asking a client if they are, you delay promoting using a call to action, meaning you're not even telling people that you're taking clients Or you don't ask people for money, so you do free work. Um, Or you don't do any work at all because you don't think you're good enough. Or you don't ask a client to continue. You don't raise your rates. There's so many reasons why we hold ourselves back in business because we're so worried that everything needs to be perfect. I see this so much in our program where we we write out step by step how to help dietitians and give them the mindset and the tactics and and the consistent coaching And a lot of the dietitians in our program, and and let me know if you can relate, are are scared. They're scared to take action. They're scared to show their face. They're scared to post content. They're scared to write copy. Uh, They're scared to coach clients. And it's understandable because those things can feel scary. And the only way to normalize something new is to take action and do it and accept that it will feel awkward. And that parts of doing something new or doing it for the first time are not being yet an expert, means that you have to continue doing said task until it gets more comfortable. And there's so many ways that you can increase your comfort. So in our program, we do a lot of mocks. You can do mock coaching, mock sales calls. And you can show your face on our calls and it's gonna help you break through those limiting beliefs that you possess. And we all possess them at different levels. Um, And working on perfectionism is something that is a lifelong journey. And for our dietitians at the beginner level in our program, for those in our society program where we help you enroll clients consistently, we see a lot, a thicker level of perfectionism. Um, And that's where you resist us on showing your face. You resist us on actually taking clients. It's almost like you say you want clients and then you push them away. But we work through that together. We see a lot of that. And then in our executive program, Uh, Meaning, our higher level program that helps you reduce the amount of hours that you're spending working in your business by hiring a staff and working through your budget and financials and getting a sense of processes and strategy. And that program, we see a lot of dietitians who struggle to let go of control and you struggle to uh, delegate, meaning, allow someone else in the company to do a task. And so that's something that we work on on a higher level. And so that that is another example of perfectionism, right? Because our clients in our executive level program often don't feel that an assistant can upload something as well as them or can write copy as good as them. And, And where that might be true, part of growing in business is allowing other people to help you in creating a team because ultimately as dietitians if we want to work less hours and still help the same or more amount of people we're going to have to have some support because we're only one person and the best most efficient way to do that would be to learn how to hire and manage and empower our staff and that helps you give jobs to people whether you're giving jobs to other dietitians or whoever you're hiring that's fit for that role, it it can be really special to empower and build a team. It's a lot of professional growth and a lot of overcoming perfectionism to get to that level. So again, we see it at all different stages. The third reason dietitians fail is that they give up. Now they give up because they might not have the right support. They give up because they haven't worked through their mindset. They give up because of various different reasons Um, And what I like to see is that dietitians identify that it's difficult, that personal and professional growth is hard, yet they persevere. And that's why I like to have guests on this uh, podcast talk about perseverance and talk about difficult times and breakthroughs. And yes, it was challenging to show my face at first, and I did it anyway. And yes, it felt uncomfortable, my first sales call, but now I've enrolled 50 clients. And so uh, talking about those breakthroughs openly really helps other people see that not giving up is gonna help you reach your ultimate goals, whether that be a life of flexibility or a life of financial independence or a life of you feeling aligned with the work that you're doing because you're helping the clientele that you really want to help because you don't want to work in a clinical job and do weight loss if you believe in food freedom and you don't want to work in a clinical job where you only have 12 minutes to talk to a patient who doesn't want to talk to you because they're not in the mood and, and you have to constantly work with people that don't know what a dietitian is and, and they don't really they're not ready for your services right they're on a Pre contemplation stage of change. And that can be really demeaning and frustrating in a clinical setting. And I understand some clinical positions might not be that way. Uh, From my personal experience, that was clinical. And I worked about three or four different clinical jobs throughout my years as as a clinical dietitian, and they were all copy paste. And it was the worst time of my life where I could not believe that I spent this much time on my education. I took out loans for grad school, funded my way to undergrad, right? I was a nutrition major an undergrad and a clinical dietitian master's degree. And then I got to my first several jobs, my first five years as a dietitian working in clinical. And I was so completely and utterly disappointed with the low pay, the level of disrespect, and the lack of desire and need for a dietitian at the hospital level. It was just perplexing. Now, I understand that might be different if you're a certified diabetes educator, mostly because you're billable, right? You get paid more out for insurance at a hospital or whatever the reimbursement rates higher, you're more valued. And I understand if you're in critical care or some positions in a hospital, you might be valued more. My experience was not the case. I did long-term care management. I did per diem at hospital inpatient. I worked outpatient. I worked in various clinical positions and they were, again, all copy-paste. So that experience was terrible. And a big motivating driver for me is that I love helping people. I love talking about nutrition. And the best way for me to do that, I've seen and learned, is by teaching teachers, right? And you're the teacher. So when I show dietitians, how they can be seen and heard and how they can promote themselves and how they can help the clients they want the line to make the money they want and deliver the service that they feel like, whether it be private coaching, group coaching, memberships, courses, affiliate brand sponsorships, speaking, however dietitians wanna make money, that, that can only come true if people know you exist. And in our modern society in the 21st century, that's social media. So showing dietitians how to be seen so that they can make money and offer the service they want and live the life they want and not feel like a demeaned clinical like piece of crap is really amazing and so it's really fulfilling for me to see that dietitians are able to live that kind of life once they commit to consistency and they and they start and once they let go of perfectionism on that journey and the only way that you can overcome the scariness of breaking through perfectionism and control issues, which all of us have to do as part of growth is if you don't give up. And so the worst thing a dietitian can do in my eyes is give up because if you don't want to run the business, let's say you change your mind and you're like, you know what, I don't wanna do private coaching anymore. Because a lot of our clients have said that. They said, okay, I started with private coaching. I don't feel like it anymore. I'm gonna shift to something else, right? So dietitians will come to us to shift a group. Or they'll say, you know what? I don't like group coaching anymore. I want to switch to a course. Uh, whatever the, the situation is, however they want to change the way that they deliver service, totally fine as long as you don't give up. Because remember what I said at the top of this episode, you can sell digital products and not have any Facetime with your clients. If you like Facetime, meaning and if you love coaching, you can choose to do that. You can limit the amount of people you work with. You can increase your price. There are so many tactics of how you can make this business your nutrition business, your private practice work for you, but you can't give up. You don't have to make six figures if you don't want to, but the path to being able to make money is the same, whether you want to make $500 a month or $8,000 a month or $70,000 a month. Now, of course, if you want to make a higher end of profit, right? If you want to make more like $70,000 a month, then you're going to need to put in more effort and there's going to be more strategy than if you want to make $500 a month, but whatever your journey is or however you end up with what your goals are and and your achievements, you can't give up. And and so I want to encourage dietitians and, and remind them and let them know that the journey to becoming an entrepreneur after being in school or taught to be an employee is definitely challenging And some days are going to be difficult and you might cry and there's personal growth and you might realize you have a money story and you haven't dealt with your past and you have, you know, uh, let's say some lingering issues. You have, you know, issues with your family and you have that cousin that you have a bad relationship with and you really heard about something from your past or you don't believe in yourself enough and it comes out in your business. That's really normal. And there's a lot of growth opportunities but I want to encourage you to not give up. You can always reduce your workload. You can always you know, take breaks or limit, but I don't want you to give up because there are many ways to run your practice that can work for you if you stick with it. And remember that this journey is not overnight. There's going to be hard times and that failure is part of success. And that's why doing it in a group with other people who are like-minded is gonna help you be less likely to give up and it's gonna help show you and teach you the skills that you need to create a thriving business at any level of profitability. But if you want any level of profitability, meaning if you wanna make a dollar consistently, you're going to have to learn the basic systems and strategies to get clients to consistently purchase and or renew with your business. In closing, the three reasons dietitians fail is that they don't start, They struggle with perfectionism and they give up. If you identified with any element of this episode, I want you to take a screenshot and tag me on social or even better, show your face and use the hashtag show your face and tag dietitianboss on Instagram. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing